guys, and welcome to the Let's Talk with Teresa Ann podcast. So before I go any further, some have asked, why did you name your show Let's Talk? Well, I'm glad you asked. The very thing I got in trouble for in school is now what I get to do for real. When I was young, I misused the gift of gab and got in lots of trouble. And now I get to use it to point people back to Jesus, to deliver encouragement to my listeners in overcoming what we naturally see and live a life of heavenly perspective in Christ Jesus. Yes, I said it. Christ Jesus. It's all about living a generous, joyful life that shines the light of God no matter the darkness, inspiring us to live a life worth talking about. So come on, grab your drink, have a seat, and let's talk with Teresa Ann. Y'all, thank you so much for joining me on today, day 42 of a devotional I got to write, and it's titled, Susceptible. So the word susceptible has a negative connotation. Even some of the definitions to that word back that up. So here's a definition I would like to highlight. Likely to be affected by, vulnerable, especially sensitive. So today, as you all know, if you've seen my show, I love to flip the script in every circumstance. So today I get to flip the script with even that word. So here we go. As I read Proverbs 8 this morning, I am thanking God for the fear of the Lord. And here's why. It's the foundation of wisdom. And the knowledge of God, not just knowledge of things and the things of this world and books and literature, it's the knowledge of God, the Holy One, results in this good judgment. For it is a promise that wisdom causes us to be susceptible to our days being multiplied. Isn't that awesome? Just think about that. When you're wise, you make wise choices. So in that reminder this morning, I cannot help but thank God that we do not have to bow down to the illusions of the demonic and the circumstances of this life. I say that because I used to be one who highlighted all the attacks of the enemy. And the more I did it, guess what was happening? I was so focused on what the enemy was doing. At every turn, whether I was being obedient, oh my God, if I'm obedient, guess what will happen? You get to count the cost and the enemy's going to come after you. You know, here's, here's the truth. The enemy has one purpose, and that is to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And if we don't have that down now, we're always going to be a hopeless case and never will never be the light we're called to be. So in this reminder, 
I have realized this power in our gaze and our fix on the Lord no matter what. It's a reminder in not settling for what comes at us. Instead, remaining steadfast in Him who is steadfast and immovable, staying rooted in the Lord, knowing that no matter the circumstances, we don't have to settle by saying, well, it is what it is. Instead, with intentionality and boldness in knowing that God is faithful, we can confidently say in him, this says one thing, but what does my God say? And holding fast to him and his promises. What God says is what we get to hold fast to. We get to cling to him as he causes us to be susceptible to his true peace. As he is our only true hope. Everything else passes away. Even the gifts as mentioned in 1 Corinthians 13. Now here is the kicker. Here's the awakening. The greatest gifts are faith, hope, and love. After Paul lists all these amazing gifts. But then it even gets condensed down to the one. The greatest of those three is love. It isn't as much about the what, but more so about the who, as God is love. The greatest gift is love. That is the gift we must and should focus on and hold fast to. You know, so often we take those gifts, those gift tests, and we say, oh, I have the gift of this, or I have the gift of that. And then what we do is we disqualify God in using our lives because we say, oh, well, I don't have that gift. But really, he is the gift called love. And from that place of who he is, is where all the other gifts flow from. Focusing on one particular gift without our gaze being on the one who is love is truly a waste of time. I mean, it is like the gonging of symbols, you know, without love. It's a waste of time to pick one gift and not focus on the one who is love is of our own efforts. And what we are good at, that's great, but there's no far-reaching effect. Yet when we focus on him who is pure, untainted love, watch what happens. Seriously, every gift needed flows out of a place of default. It flows from him. And now we can't help but be seen as a champion, an overcomer within the body of Christ, revealing the miraculous at every turn. We are no longer saying, well, that's not my gift. Instead, we say, that may not be an innate gift that I have, but it's his. And from the place of him who is love, we can do things that we can have never done on our own. That's the beauty of his empowering grace. To see this happen collectively together as a body of Christ. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. Revealing the signs, wonders, and miracles of God at every turn, causing others to be susceptible to him. 
I mean, hello, becoming susceptible to the miraculous as God's word says that the signs, wonders, and miracles are to follow those who believe. And even that we aren't even to rejoice in. We're not to rejoice in the fact that we get to cast out demons and see the miraculous. Our greatest rejoicing is that our names are written in the book of life. I praise him today. For his mercies are new every morning. And this morning, may his mercies be seen yet again. This moment, may his mercies be seen yet again. Our awareness of his mercies, may they be so sensitive now that everywhere we turn, we cannot help but see the miraculous. Whether it be a miracle of our hearts changing yet again to be more like Christ, yet again another miracle. God is so faithful and may our lives be that sweet evidence of all the days of our lives so that others may glorify our father in heaven. I praise God right now for his miraculous signs, wonders, and miracles that you are and that we get to display in our life, in this life, especially within the moments that we feel so uncomfortable. May his comfort overwhelm us in the middle of it so we can see his grace all over us, accomplishing what we can never do in our own strength. Thank you, Lord, that every person listening to this or reading this now be susceptible to the awareness of the miracles. Even being susceptible to the miracles of healing instead of sickness and disease. Thank you, Lord, that the healing of you, Lord, is more contagious than sickness, and they are continuously prone to miracles. Opposition of the promise causes us to recognize when the miraculous is happening. When do we need miracles? When all hell seems to be breaking loose. If hell is breaking loose, then be looking out for the miracles, for that is when they're seen the most. You know, it's funny, my mom says this often. You can never appreciate sunshine unless there's rain. And it's so true. There's moments where we can't even appreciate rain until there's drought. We don't really appreciate God until We need his help. But we're going to get to a place in our life where we don't just have to go to him when we need help, but we realize that we get to enjoy him at every moment of our lives. And that when we are wanting the signs, wonders, and miracles to be seen, that our trust in him is a sign to him that we believe. So with that said today, let's talk. So I know my calling is to expose the great power of God, no matter what the enemy is doing. What can you expose today about the greatness of God in the midst of the difficult? Some say, well, Teresa, you haven't been through a lot of the hard, so that's easy for you. And one day I went to the Lord about that and he showed me because he has been training me to stay fixed on him. I have been through a lot. I've been through the difficult, but didn't feel it or see it as much 
because he has been training my gaze and fix perspective and mindset on Christ and what he went through made everything else into nothing in comparison. How is God training you to where you can now see how you can fall susceptible to the miraculous instead of the mayhem? I want to say thank you again for joining me on Let's Talk with Teresa Ann, where I love to flip the script in this life. It's all about God's life-giving perspective. It's being able to overcome. It's recognizing the negative things of this world, yet getting to live a life that yet again overcomes evil with doing good. This is how we live a life worth talking about. I also want to thank you in advance for subscribing, sharing, liking, and commenting on my podcast and YouTube channel, as well as rating and reviewing Let's Talk with Teresa Ann via iTunes. Remember what this show is all about, bold inspiration revealing God's goodness. And while you're at it, simply go to letstalkstudio.com.